bonus brought it to him. Hey everybody and welcome to All Pacers, the only podcast by Pacers fans and for Pacers fans. As always, I am Jeremy and I am joined today by Jack. How are you doing today, Jack? Good. Austin, how are you doing, man? Insert cricket sound here. <laughs> well, he's actually the producer, so oh, no. I guess he probably won't do that. Um, but that's three weeks in a row without Austin, yeah. Breezy, Combs, whatever you guys call him. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's mourning some some of the teams getting knocked out of the playoffs, perhaps. Maybe. And that's why he's not here. Yeah, or it's just his job schedules him yeah. uh, at this point. I don't this, know about this that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no excuses. We're missing him, but we're going to keep it rolling. And we got a stat of the day right here. Yeah, and it's and you're doing it for the third I week am, in a row. Third week in a row. Weird. I, I feel like I have another good one. Jack, can you tell me where you were on January 29th, two thousand eleven? Uh, no, uh, probably home. I would have been a junior in high school. Yeah, ten years ago. Wow, that's weird to say. Well, I'll tell you what. I wish I hadn't been. In Chicago, when the Pacers <laughs> lost to the Bulls, eighty-nine to one ten. Shoot, Paul George off the bench, only eight points. That's not the stat, though. Okay, here's the stat: it was Josh McRoberts' Pacers high of twenty points that day. Oh, yeah. So shout out Josh McRoberts. You know what we've never talked about with Josh McRoberts? The Pacers had the record for most field goals made in one quarter without a miss. Um, at one point, and then the last second shot, Josh McRoberts, they knew, the team knew what they were doing right there. They hadn't missed. They all knew it. Josh McRoberts just threw up a prayer last second, Jeez. and he didn't need to do it, and he missed. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I, it was 20-something consecutive shot. I'm sure someone listening will know uh, exactly what that is. I guess we can look that up, too, eventually. But um, do you remember that? I don't. Yeah. I, I don't remember. It's, it's one of those memories that I, I think about at the weirdest times. Mm-hmm. and then forget about <laughs> immediately after. So it, it pops up randomly, but we've never talked about it. So maybe maybe we'll do a whole podcast dedicated to Josh McRoberts. Uh, another notable thing about this game, Roy Hibbert in 21 minutes only had two points and five assists, and, uh, five rebounds, I mean, but he was the only player with a positive plus minus. He was plus four. <laughs> wow. So I don't know how that happened. Hey, better than 0.0 rebounds, right? Yeah, well... <laughs> uh funnily enough we were talking with some of our friends this week about how terrible uh hibbert was against the hawks in 2014 and we looked up those numbers because someone said uh if you did a blind resume essentially and of hibbert ben simmons <laughs> yeah. no, kyle said there's never been a all-star in their prime have a worse series than ben simmons one of our friends yeah and i immediately said roy hibbert yeah, and then Hibbert was an all star that year. Right. And but someone else said if you took Roy Hibbert's name off it and blind compared the resume of him and Mahinmi in that series, you wouldn't be able to tell who was who. <laughs> so I looked it up and honestly you couldn't tell who was who between Hibbert, Jan Mahinmi, or Pero Antich, who okay. apparently wrecked the Spacers centers in that series. I remember him that series. Um But he also me, didn't have good stats. You know what's weird when you compare him to Jan Mahinmi there? I feel like most people are, are going to think that's disrespectful to Jan Mahimi because I immediately <laughs> thought that. Is that is that crazy? I don't think so. I mean, at the time it would have been crazy because it was the end of Hibbert's prime but and his career. But we didn't know that. We but didn't we didn't know, know that. that. So at the time. Yeah, it was the Hawks series where we're like, what? Is this it? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, I always held out hope. I was like, well, I think someone hooked up with his girlfriend is what I'm hearing. Oh. Another Pacer player. I wonder who that could have been. <laughs> We've probably talked about it. I don't know why I'm being sneaky, but. Yeah, let's not make this podcast PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just so everyone's aware, Jack did spill water again on himself this time. So maybe Breezy not being here is affecting you in that way. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's the since he hasn't been here, my inner ears have been all a whack. Is that a, is that a phrase? A out, of, out of whack. Oh, out of whack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I can't say words properly. Um, that might just be my lisp. But maybe. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the, I I opened up a pink grape fruit uh seltzer water from kroger if you don't know what kroger is it's a grocery store in the area um and uh i spilled it all over myself immediately <laughs> i also held the mic up to it so you guys could hear me opening it I, you might remember it austin if you're editing this can you just put that sound back in right now wow thanks austin good for doing job that. that was good really work. good <laughs> uh let's move on to some news from around the league breaking today the celtics hired Ime Udoka the the uh, Nets assistant he was a guy that I was looking at last as head coach yes head coach oh I didn't know that yeah I was hoping he was one of the guys I would like to have last year I would still would have liked to have have him but I don't think he would have been on the list for the Pacers this year but he is the new head coach of the Celtics yeah it uh to me looks like the Nets assistant coaching staff might be getting uh plucked away yeah D'Antoni is Jock Vaughn's getting yeah. interviews mm-hmm. um friend of the podcast Scott Pollard's best friend Jock Vaughn yep um so yeah I mean I don't know why you'd want anything to do with that coaching staff right now but I guess hey well I mean it's not their fault they lost their all their players got injured yeah that's true did you know that speaking of the Nets that Kevin Durant is a size 17 but he plays in size 18s so if he had been no that's not true that is true you can what? look it up if he says it's more comfortable when he's playing so if he'd been playing in his actual shoe size they probably would have won that series. unbelievable so <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm actually a size 11 but I wear size 18s as well because it's more comfortable <laughs> so I, I kind of get what he's saying it's not because of your clown work <laughs> It's for comfort. Well, my clown shoes are size 24s. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Which I, you know, I'm also a size 11 foot. Right. In clown feet sure. measurements. <laughs> uh, the Celtics hiring Udoka brings an end to my theory that Brad Stevens was only GM so he could put together a team he liked and then was going to hire himself as coach. Yes. You were the only one who believed that. Yeah. And I, I was confident about it too. Yeah. I really thought it was going to happen. Sadly, it didn't. Hey, can you uh, leave the hot takes that no one else agrees with to me <laughs> that happen? I didn't say it was a hot take. I said it was a theory. There's a difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My Well, I, I like to look at injuries and players missing games from a conspiracy point of view. Um, and, you know, oftentimes I look at it from like a, a mental aspect or emotional aspect for these players because you got to think that way. And you know what? I'm just going to say it. I'm usually right. I don't think so. Well, I mean, I am. Good good defense. (laughs) Uh, Becky Hammond and Chauncey Billups are the main contenders, I believe, for the Trailblazers job. And it was also... Or they've made it to the finals. They've made it to the finals, yeah. Uh, And it was reported that the Pacers are meeting with Steve Clifford and Terry Stotts Uh. and Shaw. Bradshaw, is that his name? Brian. Brian Shaw. Yeah, I knew it was a B name. 
but so those are the only three names I've seen actually reported. I'm okay with Brian Shaw. I, you know what? If I have to choose between those three, I I'll just say, hey, let's go with Brian Shaw. Yeah, if it's between those three, for sure. Yeah, because I mean that's the only names we've heard. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll get more news moving forward here. Yeah, my my worry with Becky Hammond is since we interviewed her last year, they're basing a lot of uh, what they heard from her last year on like their decision this year. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at how they interviewed people last year, I don't know exactly how it went, but clearly they did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. So just hey, start over. Interview Becky Hammond. Maybe you missed something. She's had another year under Popovich to grow and gain confidence. So I yep. mean, and Chauncey Billups. Maybe, I I really doubt yeah. anyone would th- be bummed if Chauncey Billups came to Indiana because of the malice at the palace. Like I can't imagine they're still holding that against him. I, if for the life of me, I don't know why the Pacers would go with Steve Clifford instead of taking a chance on someone like Chauncey Billups, who is like universally beloved by players. He's he uh, coaches in around the league, so it's yeah, crazy. it's uh, the ownership wants yeah. to win games, sell tickets. Yep, and. It doesn't matter if we win championships. Well, speaking of winning games, the Pacers got the 13th pick in the draft. All our vigilant efforts on tankathon.com to try and earn a higher pick by simulating it didn't help. You might have said vigilant efforts. V- vigilant? I, vigilant. Oh, you did say vigilant? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I, th- I thought that's what you said, and then I was like, no, he said vigilant, but meant to say diligent. But also, vigilant made sense because it was like vigilant and, and diligent. Digi- yeah, well, and I, digital. I'm gonna claim I made up a new word then. Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> but yeah, Pacers got the 13th pick. Um, the Bulls and the Timberwolves lost their picks because of trades they made this year. So congratulations to the Timberwolves. You got <laughs> D'Angelo Russell and not a top and gave pick. your pick away. Yep. So great. <laughs> but uh, number one pick goes to the Pistons followed by the Rockets and then the Cavs snuck their way in there somehow as they always do and then the Raptors jumped up to four no keep going Jeremy's looking at me telling me this he has he does not have the results in front of him I'm impressed do you know who's fifth uh five is the magic yeah and then the thunder yes seven is the Warriors yes what and then eight through 14 didn't swap so I don't know the exact order but no one moved Orlando, Sacramento, New Orleans, Charlotte, San Antonio, Indiana, Golden State. Yeah. Wow, dude, I'm actually really impressed. If you asked me who the top two picks were, I could tell you one of them. <laughs> but now, I mean, now I know it's Houston just because I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, and that was literally off the top of my head. That was that was really impressive. I'm also pretty proud of that. Yeah, as you should be. But um, I am disappointed that we got 13th. I shouldn't be because we had a, what, 96% chance to get 13. Yeah, we were talking about it before. I said I hadn't been excited about it. And then like 10 minutes before, I got really hyped about us getting a top four pick. And then I got disappointed too. Yeah. Um, But it's okay. It's lottery. It sucks that we lost all of these games just to get the 13th pick. But when you look back at some of the players who have been drafted at 13th over the years, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, let's just start with the best one from 1996. Do you know who's drafted 13th then? No. Kobe Bryant. Ooh. From Lower Marion High School. Uh, Charlotte Hornets drafted him. So great pick by them. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I didn't even tell you. 1991. Do you know who the Pacers or the? Uh, wait, where'd that go? Oh, I skipped it. Do you know who the Pacers drafted in 1991? Uh. 
I do not. Dale Davis. Oh. All-star Dale Davis. Nice. Let's keep going. Uh, I'll just name a few names, and then I'll let you guess the rest of the guards. Uh, Jalen Rose went to the Nuggets in 94. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Maggette went to the Supersonics in 99. Nice. Derek Anderson from Kentucky went to the Cavaliers. I don't really know if he was that good, but that was 97. Um, okay, now let's go to the 2010s. Are you ready? Yes. So 2010, Ed Davis to the Toronto Raptors. Not bad. 2011, Markeith Morris to the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if the Suns knew which one they were drafting, <laughs> but it's really a toss-up. Good for them. Uh, I Wait, I guess Marcus Morris is better, but yeah. I think they just kind of switch out. Like for if sure one of them do. is yeah. healthier, they'll play. Yeah. Um, that's a theory. You should look that up. Now, uh, 2012, Kendall Marshall went to the Suns. That that one is not a great pick. No, but wasn't there a couple of years where he was averaging 10-plus assists for those bad Laker teams? In the NBA? Yes. He might have been. We, we need to look that up. He was, I, he was crazy, though, like full-on crazy. <laughs> um, 2013, Kelly Olynyk went to the Mavs. Not a bad pick. No. Uh, 2014, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jeremy. Cat. He was number one. Yeah. I don't know who 13 is. Zach Levine? Ah. 2015 to the Suns. Don't know. Devin Booker. Ooh. 2016 to the Suns. I don't know. Giorgio Papagiannis. Oh, of course. I don't think he ever played a game. It's 2017 a, to the Nuggets. Traded on draft night. Uh, Murray. No. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell, your boy from oh. Louisville. Oh, you said Nuggets. Yeah, he was drafted by the Nuggets. It's it you says said, Nuggets. I think he was traded on draft night. You said traded to the Nuggets. Oh, sorry. That's why I said Murray. Yeah, my bad, my bad. 2018 to the Los Angeles Clippers. Kawhi. No, Jerome Robinson. Yeah. Oh, it was Kawhi. No, <laughs> Jerome Robinson. So that was a bad one. But then 2019 to the Miami Heat. Tyler Harrow. Tyler Harrow. Yep. So on a pretty good track record the past few years, especially if you're drafting shooting guards. So does that change your like draft ideology? Are you looking? Shooting guard at this 13th pick if you're the Pacers? Uh, I don't know. Um, it's all about team need. I honestly think they're going to they're gonna end up trading him, trading the pick, I think. So we'll see if they actually hold on to it. But we'll see. it's all going to come down to what their plan moving forward is, and hopefully we'll know a little bit about that before we get into the draft. Well, Jeremy, I'm telling you right now, I'm going shooting guard at this pick. All right. Shooting guard slash small forward, but like that 6'6 six, six height range. Yeah. range. So, um, I don't know. What do you want to, what, what's, what do we have next on this podcast? Are we doing the mock draft right now? Well, real quick. Um, like I said, eight picks, eight through 14 didn't move at all. And, uh, that would mean the Pacers would have had to have lost eight more games to get up to where the Raptors were. And there was no way that could have happened at that late in the season. So they fell where they fell and it's just, that's how it worked. Yeah. Bummer. Oh, um, USA, uh, national basketball. We yeah. just skipped right over this. They announced their uh, lineup or their roster. Mm-hmm. Any surprises? Uh, I don't think so. With with the USA basketball roster, they're, they're, the only surprise was when a all-star or like a really good player actually goes. So I would say like Kevin Durant actually going and playing is yeah. kind of surprising. What's the but medal? He, he does love playing for Team USA. He yeah. always does. And it's different. that uh, It's the Olympics. So they all want the gold medal. Um, and I'm sure a lot of them talk to like Kevin Durant's on this roster, Dame Lillard, Brad Beal, Devin Booker. Um, I mean, you got a lot of really top talent players, Jason Tatum. And the real bummer for me is 
these guys who competed in the world championship two years ago, and yeah, I'm being a little biased because Miles Turner's who I'm definitely referring to here. <laughs> um, these guys got left off the roster. Most of them, Jason Tatum and Chris Middleton, both made this uh, Olympics roster. But I just think it's a bummer for these guys who put the time in, um, played on this team that a lot of these guys who are on the Olympics roster said no to, not because of injuries. Like I'm thinking Devin Booker didn't want to do it. Um, and it's just, it just kind of it it sucks for Miles Turner. He's having kind of a rough off season. Yeah, well, especially like why are you going? Part of me is wondering if he was fully committed because why would they go Jeremy Grant over Miles Turner if he wasn't fully committed? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, they have three big men, right? Yeah, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo, and Draymond Green, and then I guess KD is going to be a four or five for the yeah. team. I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely missing some pieces. You don't see USA bring a lot of uh, big men to the Olympics usually, right. but uh, like they'll they'll usually have like Carmelo well, or LeBron or KD playing big men positions. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I just feel for Miles Turner. Same, definitely. Yeah, it's a tough off season. Man. Well, Brogdon too. He was he was also a finalist, I believe. So yeah. he got left out as well. Yeah, which is too bad. There's always four years from now. Well, and two years from now with another world champion yes and joe harris might be able to play on that one too all right well do you want to move on to the theme of today which is the official all pacers mock draft yes all right so we're gonna i only have a list for the lottery because after that it's kind of a crapshoot okay i think is that good with you sure all right so uh we're going to take turns making picks for the teams we're going to try and guess to the best of our ability what the team needs are and who they will take with those picks jack i have a coin flip here ready for us to decide who's going to go first do you want heads or tails um tails never fails all right here we go and it's flipping it's flipping and it's tails okay you didn't tell me what (laughs) the size all i see is a um a cauldron with fire blue fire burning out of it yeah it's the tail Okay. Oh, it says tails. Yeah. Oh, and then there's a head. There's a head on the other side, which oh. is really the giveaway that the okay. other side is tails. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, I Googled coin flip, and that's the Google coin. Yes, the Google coin. Okay. It's Roman or something for some yeah, reason. Yeah, good luck finding any money in this house. <laughs> All right. Well, that means, Jack, you get the first pick. Okay. And if I'm the Detroit Pistons, I'm thinking long and hard about a lot of these guys, but I'm going to settle on Cade Cunningham. Yeah, I don't think you're actually thinking long and hard about Well, that. the only... Only concern I have if I'm Detroit is Cade Cunningham telling me I don't want to go to Detroit. Uh-huh. Um, but it also reports are making it look like Cade Cunningham's only going to visit Detroit. So I think it's like just well, destined to happen. So yeah. let's just make it happen. He's not going to waste his time. I think the Pistons have probably already told him that they're going to pick him and he doesn't need to go anywhere else. So yeah. he's on board. So there you go. Cade are you Cunningham. bummed? Are you bummed if you're Cade Cunningham? I don't think so. You get to go. You'll be the star of that team. Yeah. So you can be happy about that. And also, I mean, it's more money if you're the first pick. Yeah, for sure. Which is nice. All right. I got the second pick, so I'm choosing for the Rockets. Um, I don't think this is very difficult. I think they're going to go with Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley might be my favorite player in this draft. I'm with you. I think if he can if you can get the fit right with him, definitely, because he's really good. And I think you pair him with Christian Wood, and they'll have – two guys that can really change the change the game for as big men they got some picks later on in the in the draft too, 24 and 25 so hopefully they can turn those and 18 and 18 yeah so they have a lot coming up so hopefully we might see a trade from houston 
yeah, they're they're going to be looking to turn around quick. So yeah, we'll see. And I mean, they'll they'll have a little bit of a a core going forward, like a solid one, because you're adding Evan Mobley to Christian Wood, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. and Jay Sean Tate. Like that. I mean, if I'm the Rockets, I'm not mad. Yeah, no, you you're feeling pretty good. And they also got Karis LeVert in the James Harden trade, right? Right. Something happened to him. Though. <laughs> or uh, Jared Allen. They could have had Jared Allen too. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Houston man. All right, so you're up. Oh, it's my pick. Cavaliers. Austin's not going next. <laughs> the Cavaliers are next. Yeah, I'm going to go um, Jalen Green. I don't know anything about Jalen Green's game. He was next on my board as well. Yeah, but uh, I don't know why I just said I know nothing about his game. <laughs> I know enough about Jalen Green's game to know that he's a top four guy here. I just, I basically went with him because he has G League experience, mm. and uh, I think he's – a bigger and stronger player than the guy that you're about to draft. Yeah, I'm assuming you're thinking I'm about to draft Jalen Suggs. Oh, I was I was thinking Sharif Cooper from Auburn. <laughs> Why? No, I'm just kidding. I, that was the next name I saw over here. Oh, yeah. As the Raptors, I am taking Jalen Suggs. He's another guard. He played for Gonzaga last year. Really, uh, when Timmy wasn't running the offense, he he was the guy that would get timmy the ball to start initiating the offense so he he's he's a really good guard that'll be a good pickup for them oh totally um and i mean he we may see him go second we may see him go third and it wouldn't be surprising i think this top four is so solid um this fifth pick i really think it's going to be another uh young 18 19 year old and this is for the magic here and this is for the magic um because i definitely think there are some really solid juniors and sophomores in this draft but i mean you just see these teams draft 19-year-olds constantly, mm-hmm. consistently in the, the top, what, like seven, really? Yeah. So I, I think this next pick's going to be Jonathan Kaminga from the G League. Um, he's a small forward, or just a forward, basically. Um, and really solid, man. I, I really like this kid. Has had really good experience in the G League, too. So, I mean, I just think this is the smart pick for Orlando here. Um, and they can build around the Mo Bamba core and Cole Anthony core that they have right now. So... Adding Jonathan Kaminga to that sounds pretty good, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. He's I guess it depends if you like Cole Anthony. Do you like Cole Anthony? Uh, he's fine. I know you're a big Mo Bamba fan. I'm not. Oh. So there you go. <laughs> Were you a Kim Birch believer more than Mo Bamba? No. Okay. I mean, Bamba's fine. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of any of those guys. I Actually, if Austin was sitting right here, I don't know if he's a – he is a Kim Birch fan, right? Probably. He probably. I, I could just see him saying, man, Kim Birch is the next coming <laughs> of Christ. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, Jonathan Kaminga at fifth. All right. So far, our lists have been the same. So Good. There you go. Good. Next up is the Thunder. And for the Thunder, I think they're going to take Scotty Barnes here. Okay. I think they're going to look for a guy they can pair with uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Scotty Barnes can fill in that role really well. They've been looking- they have Lou Dort. True, but he's he's a defensive guy. Scotty Barnes can get out there and score for you. And Scotty Barnes is big. He's six nine and two twenty five. I'm not saying he's going to be Chris Paul, but he's going to fill that Chris Paul role that they're missing this year. Oh, so there you go. Just except Chris Paul's actually like five eight. True. So you're gaining about a foot with Scotty Barnes here. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yes. Um, all right. So this is the Warriors at seven. And I think the Warriors are going to try to compete when Clay comes back. And I think they're going to make a good decision here. And this might be a reach, but I think they're going to go Davion Mitchell. Is that crazy at seven? 
Uh, no, most of the places I've seen him at are seven or eight. So okay, I did not have him there though. Yeah, I have him tenth on my list, but I just saw the Warriors and I'm like, shoot, man, I I feel like they're gonna go for an upperclassman who what? can help them compete right now. Okay, so that's why you think they'll go guard over forward. Yes. All right. Because I I had them taking uh forward there. Actually, oh. So okay. Yeah, you uh you took a. You I'm trying to see who you would have even taken. Well, you took the guy I was going to take with my next pick, so I'm, I'm having to reshuffle here. <laughs> We've got the the Magic are on the board once again. They're they're stumbling here for for a second. Yes, because their guy. Davion Mitchell's guy. Uh, let me just add: if Davion Mitchell falls to 13th, I will be so stoked. <laughs> but the Pacers probably won't draft him. <laughs> uh, if he's at 13, they have to draft him. They have That's to, all right? I'm saying yes. Yeah. All right. So in that case. The Magic are going to take Keon Johnson. Okay. To grab a guard here. I think that'll be a nice little pickup for them. So Magic gets Keon Johnson. Yep. We're going to the Kings. So I really got to ruin this pick. So let's see. Who do I think the Kings are going to draft and make a bad decision with? Man, there's a lot of good guys on the board left. I just feel like they're going to ruin it. So who do I think has the worst value going forward out of all these guys? You know what? If I'm the Kings, Rashawn Holmes, there's no there's no promise that he's coming back next year, right? Right. Marvin Bagley might get traded. Yeah. They're going big, man, right? Yep. This just feels like a perfect spot for Kai Jones from Texas ah. to fall. I feel like if you're an NBA team too, it's pretty easy to say, hey, if you can get a center from Texas, just like take him. Don't even think about it. Take him because <laughs> yeah. there's a great track record over the past few years, except for Mo Bamba, right. who's actually showing really good signs. Yeah. Um, and hey, just go grab the Texas center. So I, I, I did say I think Sacramento could ruin this, but I think nobody could mess up in this situation if you're around this area and Kai Jones is still available. So I'm going Kai Jones at number nine to the Kings. All right. Well, next up is the Pelicans. And I've had to shuffle a little bit, so I think they're going to go with Moses Moody here. Oh. At a wing that can guard and can really shoot the ball, and I think that'll help out their team a lot. Amazing name. Yeah, it is a great name. Yeah. Some of these, it, it blows my mind every year in these drafts where it's like, how do people get this cool of names? Like, you never hear some of these last names or first names. Right. I love it. Uh, I mean, I've heard of Moses, <laughs> <laughs> but the last name Moody is just really cool with yeah. the name Moses. All right. So, number 11 Charlotte is uh, seeing that this guy's still available and jumping on, on him immediately. That's James Booknight uh, from UConn. Uh-huh. And uh, not that they need a guard, but this would give them some flexibility, like if they wanted to move um, Scary Terry or mm -hmm. um, Devontae Graham. Yeah. I mean, look, they have some flexibility here. They can build around James Booknight and uh, LaMelo Ball if they wanted to. So... I like this pick for um, Charlotte. I don't think he'll fall this far in the draft. We might have let him slip a little bit, me and you drafting right now. But I had him even lower. So okay. So well, I had him. I had him as my seventh best. But looking at these teams, I'm like, I don't know, man. I I feel like Kai Jones might have gone to Davion Mitchell. Might have gone too. So yeah, I have him going number eleventh, James Booknight. All right. So next up here is the Spurs. Um, they're looking for a big man to add to their team this year. And I'll tell you what, I had the 
two of the hardest decision, decisions for me in the top 10 were between the Warriors and the Kings. I felt they were both going to take big men, and the two I had up there were Jalen Johnson and Franz Wagner. And uh, you didn't take either of those guys, so they're still sitting around here. So I think since you took Kai Jones, who is on my list as the Spurs pick, I'm going to go with Jalen Johnson right here for the Spurs. So you think the Spurs are going to pick someone named James Johnson over someone named Franz Wagner? Uh, Jalen Johnson. Or Jalen Johnson. That's a really good point. I just think Jalen Johnson is better, and also I hate Franz Wagner. <laughs> So okay. I will not pick So him. my worry here now, Jeremy. You is, know what's going to happen. Here. Yes, is the Pacers now have a choice between Corey Kispert, Franz Wagner, and Josh Giddy. Yeah. And I hate really all of that. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad if they drafted one of those guys, but who I would want them to get here, and I'm glad he's still available, and this might be a I mean, super stretch. I'd be mad if they picked two of those guys. Okay. who? Well, tell me, because I'm not going to pick any of them. Who would you want if you're the Pacers, Out if of those, you have those three left? Oh, Giddy. Really? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. The Australian point guard. Yeah. He's 6'9". Yeah. He's 6'9", and I've, everything I've read about him says he's one of the best playmakers in the draft. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, okay. I'm not picking him here. The, well, the Pacers lack playmaking right now. Yeah. So that would be a huge pickup for them to get a guy I agree. like that. Yeah, th- I agree. Um, however, I'm going to get another playmaker hailing from Illinois, the University of Illinois. I'm going Ayo Desunmu. Oh, nice. At 13th to the Pacers. Yes, that might be a stretch. You, you are right. That is a bit of a stretch. That might be a stretch. But that is a fun pick. That's a fun pick. Yes, and it's one of those picks where now that we've said it out loud, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so let's just everyone just know. I yes, I did make that pick. I think we would all be stoked if that happened, but it's not going to happen, especially with the way this draft's shaking out. The fact that Corey, like I said, Corey Kispert, Franz Wagner, Wagner, Josh. That was hard to say. Josh Giddy and Zaire Williams. The fact that they're all still available is crazy. Mm-hmm. Do we even take Keon Johnson? Yeah, we took Keon Johnson, but yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's going to happen, but who knows? Well, with the final pick of the lottery teams it's the Warriors rep again you earlier took Davion Mitchell a guard so I don't think they'll be taking Giddy here uh I think they'll go with Franz Wagner pick yeah, up that pick up too. a wing that can score give him a help out with uh taking a little bit of the weight off of Clay and Steph here yeah so if you end up if you're the Warriors and you end up with Franz Wagner and, Dav- and Davion Mitchell like I don't think you'd be mad at all I don't think so um so, Jeremy, do you want to do the recap of the draft, or I have it written out? You have it written down, so it's probably a good I don't idea know if you're keeping track. For, okay. For you to read yes, it. Yes, let me read. You didn't memorize it? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> All right, so number one, the Detroit Pistons take Cade Cunningham. Number two, Houston takes Evan Mobley. Then three, the Cleveland Cavaliers take Jalen Green. Four, the Toronto Raptors take Jalen Suggs. Five, the Magic take Jonathan Kaminga. I think that was pretty much chalk for both of us. Mm-hmm. That's our top five. Um, then six on is when it starts to get a little shaky. Or actually, I had Scotty Barnes at six. Did you have him at six as well? Yeah. Okay, so that's chalk. Seven's where it starts to get a little um, different. I took Davion Mitchell at seven to the Warriors. Uh, next was Keon Johnson to the Orlando Magic. Then the Kings take Kai Jones center out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Number ten, the Pelicans take Moses Moody, who I know nothing about. Um, number 11 uh, to the Hornets, James Booknight. Number 12, Jalen Johnson to the San Antonio Spurs. And then the pick we've all been waiting for. Number 13, the Indiana Pacers take Io DeSunmu. 
Um, and then finally, wrapping up the lottery, the Golden State Warriors draft Franz Wagner in the hopes that his older brother will come join the Golden State Warriors as well, Mo Wagner. I think that's the opposite. They're hoping he'll <laughs> stay far away. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're the Spurs and Franz Wagner is still available and you get a chance to have two guys with uh, European heritage mm-hmm. because we're all assuming Mo Wagner is going to follow his younger brother, right? <laughs> It's a very similar, like, I look at it in the same light as when uh, Bronny gets drafted. LeBron's going to that team. In the same way, when Franz Wagner gets drafted, Moe's going to that team. (laughs) The Spurs aren't going to pass up a chance to get two European heritage guys right there. But, I mean, hey, the Warriors in our draft get Franz Wagner, (laughs) and that's okay. It happens. Hoping the Pacers don't draft Franz Wagner so that we don't have to deal with Moe Wagner who I did not like in college basketball. Did you like him? Not at all. Yes, of course. The main reason I don't like France. (laughs) (laughs) I have a blood feud with the whole family. Yes. Uh, Notable players not drafted. uh, Corey Kispert, Josh Giddey. I mean, do you have anyone? Let's see. Johnny Juzang, who if the Pacers end up drafting him, I'd be stoked. He's rated like 50th. Oh, I had him 24th on my list. (laughs) Okay. Well, if he's rated 50th, then, hey, maybe the Pacers will get him. Uh, other notable misses here, Isaiah Jackson. Not misses, just guys that got left off. Isaiah Jackson out of Kentucky. Uh, Jared Butler, the other Baylor guard, who's really good. But these are getting a little bit as stretches. I've been hearing a lot about this center picks. from Turkey, Alperin Sengun. I don't uh-huh. know how to say his name. But uh, I've been hearing a lot about him maybe making it to the lottery. Yeah. I think – well, he's right there. I think him moving up to – that Spurs pick, perhaps, I think that would be a good look for them. As you said, they do like some foreign guys. Yeah. Um, Mac McClung uh, is breaking records for vertical leap, in, uh, or he just did the combine or whatever it was. He's the Pacers took Cassius, uh, Cassius Stanley last year, who had the highest vertical in Duke basketball history. True. Could we go for another high vertical guy at the 60th pick, the last pick of the, in the draft? I hope not. <laughs> I would not like Mac McClung. Yes. So NBA draft.net has Indiana drafting Matthew Hurt at 60th, which I don't think would be that bad of a pick. Wasn't he like the number one or he was a top prospect two years ago? Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he'll fall that far, but who knows? Here, here's a quick whip around of what other national outlets have the Pacers taking with this 13th pick. Uh, SBA Nation has Davion Mitchell falling to the Pacers. Somehow. Wow. Um, that's the only place I saw that didn't have him either seven or eight. That's yeah. Everywhere else has him that. Unreal. Bleacher Report and USA Today have us taking book night. ESPN, uh, the NBA Canada website, which I didn't don't, <laughs> don't know why they're doing a mock draft, and the Ringer have us taking Josh Giddy, and CBS has us taking Franz Wagner. Oh, CBS, come on, one. man. Yeah, that's a rough one. But yeah, any of these guys right here around thirteen, like outside of Corey Kispert, I don't want him. I he I said this yesterday. He gives off some major Adam Morrison vibes to me. Oh, like he was real good in college. I'm not sure he's going to contribute that much on an NBA team. I could be very wrong here. You think he's just going to smoke too much weed? Yeah, I mean Gonzaga and not practice or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to talk a little bit about who we might be getting with the uh, 54 and 60th picks? Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's do it. Uh, on the ESPN list, they have Luca Garza at 53, and I would hate if we drafted him. Uh, Austin's dad 
said if he had the first pick, he would take Luca yeah. Garza. And Luke, <laughs> yeah, no offense to any college basketball guys, but Luca Garza cannot play in the NBA. There's no way he'll be successful. No. He's dominant in the Big Ten basketball. Yeah, he's so he's plotting. I was gonna say he's so slow, but he plods. If he's him slow. and Roy Hibbert ran a race uh, from one baseline to the other. Roy Hibbert would uh, somehow lap him. I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> and that's saying something because Roy Hibbert looks like he wears shoe boxes for shoes. Well, I was about to say, all-time, they're, they're the two top names on the all-time looks like you're running in sandals list. <laughs> okay, when I, I always describe it as they have bricks for feet. Yeah. Because I think of it, they have their feet in shoe boxes like Kevin from The Office, and then they fill it with cement, and it's, then they run with that. It's like they got picked up by the mafia yeah. and they gave up halfway through and now they just have to live with cement feet <laughs> um that's funny like they were gonna throw them in the river or right. something yeah <laughs> no, or also they could have been witches oh well, maybe but they changed their mind but now they have to yeah. live with bricks for feet um plotting is a great word though i, I like that yeah but back to the picks here like you said johnny juzang is 51st on the espn list uh, Joel Ai from also from Gonzaga. He's a combo guard who can do a lot of stuff. He's at 56 for them. Isaiah Livers is right there. Uh, they have directly on 54. Sandro, give me a second here. Okay. Mamu, Mamu Kalashvili. Whoa! Yeah. From where? Uh, Seton Hall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he he's a solid player at 54. That's fine. Like he's a center. If they pick him, that means. Probably they're moving on from Goga. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know why you would pick another. Well, is Greg Foster coming back? Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> uh, then at 60, you're looking at some a bunch of guys I don't know. Uh, but down a little bit further, David Johnson, I think he would be a good look there at 60. NBADraft.net has David Johnson at 54th. Yeah. he. You're I, so biased. Look, I will say this. He's a guy who needs to play in the NBA because the college game is not suited for him at all. He needs space, and there's there's just no space in college for him to create. So get him in the NBA, and he'll be a, a much better player than he was in college. And he was still a great college player. Next, Donovan Mitchell? Uh, no, not that great. Is Aaron Wiggins in any way related to Andrew Wiggins from Maryland? It's a great question, and I don't know. Okay. If someone knows, let us know. <laughs> I should know this because I watched Maryland play IU twice, but I, I'm not sure. Um, Trendon Watford, brother of Christian Watford, standout for uh, LSU this year, is right there as well. I didn't know that. Cool. I didn't know he was uh, entering the draft this year. Cool. Yeah. And uh, Quentin Grimes and Jericho Sims. Qu- Grimes from Houston, really good guard for them. Sims, a uh, forward from Texas. They, these would be good looks at 60 as well. Cool. Um, seeing if you missed any names. Nope. I, I feel like you named enough because a lot of these guys I don't really recognize. Um, and Well, Dayron Sharp from North Carolina, but I, I think I'm okay without yeah. him. But, okay, so all these names that we've named means that we aren't going to draft any of these guys. For sure. So they, they never do. So now that we've uh, eliminated the curse, um, Jeremy, who are the Pacers going to draft in your professional opinion? They're going to draft DJ Stewart at 54. Oh, gosh. And then they're going to draft uh, Santi Aldama at 62. Okay. At 60. Sorry, he's listed at 62. We should write this down because we should make our predictions. I think at 54, the Pacers are going to draft Matthew Hurt. And I think at 60, we're drafting Jason Preston from Ohio, the kid who was homeless and then worked his way up to Ohio. 
And then I think neither of them will ever play for the Pacers. No, Preston for sure. He's he's too small. Yeah. I think, so he's a really good player though. Yeah, I mean he can tackle. I mean Steph Curry was small, so true. Is Jason Preston the next Steph Curry? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, that was a fun segment. Um, I'm super stoked from the for the draft. Do you know when it is? Uh, July something. Yeah, we're 36 days away, eight hours and zero minutes there you from go. the draft. So I guess almost just over a month. Yeah, exciting. Um, but do we have anything else planned for today? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. We didn't write out our, our, our run through like we usually do. It's Austin's not here. Our right. producer. Just everything's falling apart. He keeps us on track. He keeps us the most organized. So, Hey, at least you didn't spill water on yourself again. To I've, be fair, you also didn't take another drink since the first I one. have. I've been very careful. Oh. It is pretty full though. Right, here it, we you go. know me in cans of sparkling water. I, sure. usually, I usually drink them very slow. Another successful sip. Believe it or not. <laughs> What's that look like to you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Sounds Unless good, Unless you have man. anything else. All right. No final thoughts. So for Jack, this is Jeremy. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Bonus brought it to him.